was a scary sight last night. We bet on the Jaguars. Futures bets on the Jaguars. You're a Jaguars fan. Lawrence tried to get up, falls down, slams the uh, the turf or the grass or whatever. Just a, a bad scene. And then they lost the game. <laughs> Going from bad to worse. Lawrence, high ankle sprain per Jaguars head coach Doug Peterson. I mean, like, wouldn't declare Lawrence out for Sunday's game against the Browns. I, I, I would be pretty surprised if he played, but I mean, I guess crazier things have happened. Pete Prisco will join us in just a second to talk the Jaguars and everything else happening in the National Football League. But coming up in 20 minutes from now, Ken and I will continue our initial handicap of Week 14 in the NFL. We'll touch on the Browns and the Jaguars, the Colts and the Bengals, Cowboys, Eagles, Dolphins, Titans, Packers, Giants still to come as well. Brett McMurphy from the Action Network joins us next hour talking bowl season in college football. But joining us right now, the F mentioned the great Pete Prisco from CBS Sports. You can read his work on CBSSports.com. Watch him on CBS Sports HQ, and you've got to be following him on Twitter. He's ornery, and he's hilarious, at Prisco CBS. My friend, welcome back to the show. It's Nick and Ken. Happy Week 14 in the NFL to you and yours, my friend. It's amazing how fast it goes, isn't it? I mean, my gosh, this thing rips through, and here we are. It's uh, Week 14, and we only have five weeks left. It's incredible. Five weeks left, and and already had like two dozen quarterback injuries, it feels like. And it's just been, it's kind of been the story of the season. Pete, and obviously the latest one was last night with, with Trevor Lawrence and the Jacksonville Jaguars. Like Nick and I were kind of talking in the first hour, like, all right, what, what about this week? You know, Doug Peterson says it's possible. Eh, maybe not. When would we see him again? What would his kind of like mobility be? What percent do you think he'd be the rest of the season? What's your best get? No, you're kind of plugged in with the Jags. I'm sure you thought about it. I'm sure you have an opinion here. How long do you think Lawrence is out? Do you think there's any chance we see him on Sunday against Cleveland? No way. No way he plays this week. Not, not with a high ankle sprain. No way. Um, you know, if it was a normal ankle sprain, you'd say, okay, maybe you tape it up and you go out and you play, but not with a high ankle sprain. I, I think he's a couple weeks, which doesn't help them because their schedule, the next two weeks is the tough part of the schedule, and then it softens up. Then you have, you know, three games uh, against, you get Tampa Bay, Carolina, and Tennessee to close out the season. So uh, if it was flipped, I think it would be better for him, but obviously it's not. Can they win at Cleveland with C.J. Beathard? Possibly. It's not like Cleveland's dynamic on offense either. So, um, you know, it, it's a bad situation. But more than that, other things let them down last night. The defense was atrocious. I mean, that, that, that was an awful performance for a defense. And they had played okay this year. They weren't great, but they turned the ball over and they got after the quarterback. They were terrible against the run last night, which is something that's been a strength for them. And then the other thing is, uh, you know, they can't run the ball. The center is bad. He, he's six foot five. He's too big to play the position. He doesn't get low. He gets high. And they can't run the ball. So you add it all up, it's not a good combination, even with Trevor Lawrence right now. Yeah, so Pete's saying he thinks Lawrence will miss a couple games. That would be this, this week, obviously, in Cleveland against the Browns and then at home against the Baltimore Ravens. So, Pete, that'll take me to the next question. And, and, and you can answer this question in pencil, right, until we find out exactly how long Lawrence is going to be out. The Colts and Texans play each other in Week 18. They're both obviously within striking distance of the Jaguars atop the AFC South. If I asked you right now, who wins the division? Who wins the AFC South? The Jaguars, the Colts, or the Texans? Who do you got and why? Jacksonville, because I think the last three games are, are winnable, and they have a game up on both of them. Even if they tie, they have the tiebreaker against them. So uh, I, think, I think Jacksonville will still win the division, but – uh, and I think Texans are going to get in. I, I think the Colts are going to fade. You know, that game this week, we thought, okay, the Colts are riding a little high. They're on a little run here, and they go to Cincinnati. He doesn't have a quarterback. They should win that. Well, now all of a sudden, that game has become a lot tougher, the way Browning played. I'm not going to say he's going to play like that every week, 
but they can score because they get the ball to the playmakers, and those guys can make things happen. So uh, I think I, I do think Jacksonville still wins the division, and I do think the Texans make the postseason. Well, Pete, let's let's keep kind of playing out the AFC playoff picture here just a little bit. We can talk about obviously some other games and the Niners and and maybe the rest of the NFL kind of kind of picture here. But all right, well, let's put Jacksonville in as the AFC South winner. You said you think it's really like he Houston gets one of the wild card spots. I mean, it's really a mess after that. Like, if you want to put Houston into one of those spots, great. Also, now it's Pittsburgh and Cleveland and Indianapolis, who it sounds like you're not as big of a fan of. Is it is it Buffalo? Is it the Broncos, who play the Chargers a couple times here in the next few weeks? Like, who would your six and seven be if we put Houston into that five spot? Well, I think, I, I, look, one of those teams in the uh, north is going to make it. I think whether it's Cleveland or Pittsburgh, one of them will make it. Uh, I don't know which one. Whatever one can survive the ugliness of their offense will probably be the one that makes it. Um, and I, I think the team to keep an eye on is Buffalo. And, and that sounds crazy, but they play Kansas City this week. Kansas City isn't playing great football right now. That's a winnable game. They play Dallas at home, which is definitely – we saw what – Seattle did throwing the football against that Dallas defense the other day. And then they have a soft part of the schedule before they play Miami. And the question becomes at the end of the season, will Miami need the game for A, seeding, or B, anything else? And so the schedule really kind of favors Buffalo. I thought they should have beat the Eagles. We, I imagine you guys felt the same way. And so I think that they're the team that, A, nobody wants in either, by the way. You'd rather play the Colts, the Broncos, the Texans, any of them rather than Buffalo in the postseason. So if you're, a, if you're an AFC playoff team, you hope like heck that the Bills don't become that team that doesn't get in. You better you bet here with Nick and Ken on a terrific football Tuesday talking the National Football League with our friend Pete Prisco from CBS Sports. Pete on Twitter at Prisco CBS. Pete, not ask unless you'd like to tell us like who you're going to vote for right now if the season ended today, who you'd vote for for NFL Most Valuable Player. But before we get to the games, just like a thought here on, on this market where Dak and Brock Purdy are the co-favorites right now at BetMGM at plus 300. Jalen Hurts up next, plus 400. Mahomes, Tua, Lamar. Tyree Kills now 14-1. to 1. Just like, how how do you view the MVP market, Pete, ahead of Week 14 in the NFL? Obviously, a lot of high-leverage games coming up this week, most notably Sunday night with the Eagles and the Cowboys. Yeah, and, and I think if Dak Prescott continues to play the way he's playing and Dallas continues to win and maybe even ends up with you know, they're not going to probably end up with the one seed, but they could. Uh, I think they beat the Eagles this week. And, and I think Dak Prescott, in my mind right now, should be the favorite to win the MVP. Uh, he's been outstanding. And all the criticism, and you're usually one of them, of Mike McCarthy. You guys are eating your words this year because Mike McCarthy's done a hell of a job with that offense. Well, that until team. the playoffs, Pete, to uh, be fair. Well, I mean, he did win a Super Bowl once upon a time. I hate to tell you that. He did. You know that. Had a pretty right? good quarterback. Mike McCarthy's a better – Mike McCarthy's a better coach than people give him credit for, and, and he's done a heck of a job with Dak Prescott this offense. So I'd probably lean to Dak Prescott, particularly if they win this week. But, you know, the, it's a quarterback award, Nick. We know that. The MVP in Miami is Tyree Kill, but you can't say that really because they wouldn't be the same team if two was not in the lineup. They probably wouldn't be the same team with Tyree Kill. But you have to have the quarterback. So that's why it's a quarterback award. That's why they give out the, you know, the greatest, the most valuable offensive player, and that would be, or offensive player of the year, and that would be Tyreek Hill. He's been outstanding. I don't think uh, he's going to win the award, but you could make a case for him. 
Pete, I'm curious, and you already kind of gave us the thought that you think the Cowboys are going to beat the Eagles. They're like a three, three and a half point favorite on Sunday night football. The Niners come off that Eagles game and they they host Seattle. Obviously, the Niners had no trouble with Seattle on Thanksgiving night in Seattle. This is a really big point spread. Everybody kind of exited that Philly San Francisco game. I think thinking the same thing, saying the same thing. It's been kind of like all over television podcasts, whatever. Okay, the Niners are the best team. Like, I, I, all right, now I'm okay with it. Like, they're they're going to win the Super Bowl. Like, they should be the favorite. They're the most likely team to win. Do, uh, do you feel that way too? Are you going to be a little more open minded toward other teams coming back into play, or is it like San Francisco draw a line, everybody else? Well, I think right now they're the clear favorite uh, in the NFC. I don't think there's any question about that. I mean, they, they can do everything. They can run it. Uh, they can throw it. They they can play good defense. They can rush the passer. Um, but there are flaws. I mean, the right side of the offensive line, not very good. It's been a weak spot all year. Uh, so, you know, you, you can take advantage of that a little bit. I think if you block them, you beat them. I don't think they're great in the secondary. So there are flaws, uh, but right now they're the favorite. And I, I picked them before the year. That was my pick. I picked, you know, them against Jacksonville. And up until last night at about uh, 10 o'clock, that looked like it might be a decent pick because they could have got the one seed. Uh, but I, I think that 49ers are the most complete team. I do think that they, their flaws may show up at times. And, and the other thing that we don't know is how will Purdy play when, you know, it's time to do it in the fourth quarter. Because there's been moments where he hasn't been great in that situation. So we have to see how that plays out. Niners, Jaguars, and the bulky ball potentially in the Super Bowl, which I know everyone would be would be really excited for. So give us your thought there on the NFC, Pete. San Francisco is the favorite. The three Titans right now, I guess I shouldn't use that word because it's the Tennessee Titans, but the three behemoths right now in the AFC, the Chiefs, the Dolphins, and the Ravens. We could talk about Kansas City's game against Buffalo. Uh, which team do you think is the best out of those three teams right now in the American Football Conference? I'd still lean to the Chiefs. You know, Miami Miami has to prove that they can beat a team with a winning record. I mean, that that's important. They have to show they could do that. Um, they haven't done it yet. Um, but the Chiefs' offense has been the problem, and we know at some point it's not going to be the problem because they're going to get it going. Uh, they will get that pass game going. It hasn't been the same as it's been in recent years. But the good news is the defense has been. Uh, and that's that's the good news because, it's in fact, the defense is probably better than the spin at points. So I would say Kansas City is the best of those three teams. Pete, who do you, uh, you think is going to start for the Jets at quarterback this week, and, and would you ever take the five, five-and-a-half points against Houston? I would take the five, five-and-a-half because I think their defense will play well. Um, I think they'll keep it within the number. Um, no matter who plays quarterback, because it doesn't matter who plays quarterback, they all stink. I mean, it, 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 they, their better be, best call to make would be to call Joe Namath out at 80, 80 years old. He might be better throwing the football than any of those guys. So, um, but I do think the defense will keep them in the game, and the Texans are due for a little bit of a stinker, I think. So, I, I, I think the Texans win the game, but I would take the five, five and a half. All right. So, so I mean. Pete, basically, Joe Namath might start the game on Sunday. I think it'll be Zach Wilson, but we'll we'll see who uh, what Robert Sala, Joe Douglas, and the real GM of the team, Aaron Rodgers, decide to do on uh, decide to do on Sunday. Pete, uh, you said you think the Chiefs are the best team. I tend to agree with you, right? But you also mentioned Buffalo as the team that no one wants to see that the AFC like behemoths don't want to see come playoff time. If the Bills are going to make the playoffs. You think they got to win this game coming up on Sunday in Arrowhead. Kansas City less than a three-point favor. Kansas City a two-and-a-half point, two-and-a-half point favorite in the game. Totals 47-and-a-half. Who wins on Sunday in KC, the Chiefs or the Bills? 
That was a tough pick for me. I, I picked the Chiefs only because they're at home, but it wouldn't shock me to see uh, Buffalo win that game. Uh, and I do think they keep it really close, like a one-point game, so I'd probably take the points. Um, I think it'll be a higher-scoring game. The weather's supposed to be decent on Sunday. No, no wind, so those two guys can rip it. Um, but, again, Buffalo loses on Sunday. They can still make the postseason by winning the last four. And that means beating Dallas at home, and then you have to see what the last game is against Miami if Miami needs it. And if they win the last four, I think they would get in. But ideally, they win the next two. They probably do get in. So it's an important game for them, obviously. And and Kansas City, if they want any hope to have the one seed, I think they need to win the game on Sunday. Pete, we haven't talked about either of the, the Monday night football games yet. Maybe get your thought on kind of like the bottom of the NFC playoff picture. The Packers off two really, really good performance. Beat Detroit, beat Kansas City. Like, doesn't get a whole lot better than that, honestly. Now almost a full touchdown road favorite against the Giants. Uh, we found out Tommy DeVito is going to start for the Giants in that game. Kind of like different situation than we've had the Packers in the last couple of weeks. Laying a touchdown, they're now a big price to make the playoffs to more than minus 200 to make now and get one of those last spots. Do you think the Packers make the playoffs? What do you make of that game here in about a minute? You know, I thought they would make the playoffs before the season, Then, uh, and I thought Jordan Love would actually be a good quarterback after spending time there with them. Uh, and he got off to such a slow start that I'm, I revisited it and thought, okay, now maybe I was wrong about it, but I really wasn't. you got to go with your first instincts. I think that team's playing well. They're a bunch of young guys. They're growing up. They're getting better by the week. They still haven't had the full complement of uh, players at any one point on the offensive side of the ball. You know, Jones hasn't been there. Now Watson's dinged up. Uh, and then you go to defense, Alexander hasn't been there. So, yeah, I do think they're going to make the playoffs. Their schedule's favorable. I think they beat the Giants this week at Tommy DeVito. Uh, and I think that you look at their schedule, they have a big game at the end of the year with Minnesota. Aside from that, they have winnable games. I think their combined record's 20 and 40. So, yeah, the Packers are going to be in the postseason. So if the Packers make it right, then there's one other playoff spot, presumably in the NFC, Pete. Just to close here in like 30 seconds, it looks like that's going to be between three teams, right? I guess like you could throw the Saints in also, but also maybe not. Rams, Vikings, and Seahawks. Uh, who, who do you think the other team is at the bottom of the NFC playoff picture as of right now in about 30 seconds to close? I'm going to go with the Rams, and here's why. They'll lose this week to the Ravens, but their schedule is really favorable the next three weeks, and then they might and likely will get a 49er team at the end of the year that won't need the game and may rest guys, and so I think they have a shot to win that game. So I'm going to go with the Rams as the last playoff team. Pete, we appreciate it, man. Always a great job on the show on Twitter at Prisco CBS, CBSSports.com, CBS Sports HQ. My friend, uh, Pete is like under like house arrest this week, basically with some work being done on his apartment, apparently in Fort Lauderdale. Pete, is that true that you, you can't like leave your apartment for a couple days here? We got like 10 seconds. You can't go during the day if once you're in. So you got to go before a certain time and you got to come back after a certain time. And one last thing, Mike McCarthy's looking for you, Nick Costas. He's looking for you. And the best part about that is, like, when I worked at NFL Radio, we used to have McCarthy on the show. I, I, he's, like, the nicest guy in the world. I just think, like, in the big spot, maybe not the best coach. Pete, we appreciate it, brother. Stay well. We'll talk to you soon. Nice. Take care. Our pal Pete Frisco joining us here on You Better. You bet. Always love having Pete on the show. A lot of good stuff there. By the way, Pete votes for NFL MVP. Sounds like Dak Prescott, his favorite right now. On the other side, we continue our handicap of Week 14. We'll talk the Colts against Jake Browning and the Cincinnati Bengals.